It is the earthquaking, pillars shaking, podcast listening, leader of the Meat Pop Express, Big Trouble, Ben Bishop. And get ready to get ready, folks, because you are tuned in to the fastest growing professional wrestling podcast in the world, the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and we have our roster with us. First coming up, she stands out four foot eight. She is lean. She is mean. She's a fighting machine. And I like to also refer to her as the gentle giant who just ran out of the room. So I would say give it up for Kara, but she bounced. <laughs> so she powdered. She powdered out of the room. out. Yeah, she did. Oh, <laughs> and she's returned. So give it up for the lovely little one, Kira. Hello. <laughs> so next up, he is my longest friend. He is one of those guys that you've seen him all over the world in pictures. And if you haven't, you are not looking in the right areas. Porn up. Anyway, give it up for my best friend from high school, Lou the Franchise. <laughs> Don't tell my secrets about Pornhub. Hi, friends. <laughs> so, this is the Three Count Presents now entering the ring, which means one thing and one thing only. We have a special guest for you. And that person, man, you have seen her all over the place. She is up and down the West Coast. Santino Bros Wrestling, Alternative Wrestling Shows. She's also been a part of Allied Independent Wrestling Federation. She is the Superfly, Maria Moreno. <laughs> it's Mariah. Mariah, I'm sorry, I said it again. God, I just write the first time. <laughs> it's all right, no biggie, but thank you. Thank you for having me on here, you guys. I am so grateful. I want to thank you guys right now, before I forget, or if I forget, thank you guys for doing this um, on behalf of all the wrestlers in the world and all the talent you guys will be um, interviewing in the future. Thank you. Like, we really need these kind of platforms to be able to share our stories and our experiences with the world. I am so glad you said yes, because I know, like, we've been like talk for like the last four weeks and we were just kind of like hey like you know is this gonna be a thing can we do this you know and you you know and i i feel like i i, I sold it pretty well i did some pretty good persuading <laughs> you sure did you should you didn't even have to do much you're just a very handsome gentleman i love talking to handsome men <laughs> well thank you i appreciate it <laughs> so mariah my first question for you is who is mariah moreno that's me. That's who you are looking at. That is me, me, me. Um, Maria Moreno is a California native, um, originally from Long Beach, currently in the um, Inland Empire, which is a desert. I'm a beach girl, so it's a big change for me. Um, let me see. I am almost, I'm a couple years away from 40 years old. Um, let me see. I'm a Capricorn. I'm not single but I'm available um, for the right price. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see. I am a Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy trainee, student, um, graduate. I am one of the first fem females to graduate. Well, I am the first female to graduate from this school, um, class 102. 
I'm very honored and I, and I wear this tattoo, well, not wear it, but it's on me proudly. Um, Missy, I'm a hardcore queen of the West Coast, AKA, um, also the Bloodthirsty Vixen, formerly known as Amanda um, from XPW. Um, let me see, what else, what else? Let me, who am I, who am I? I mean, I'm just, a, I'm overall a bad, you know? <laughs> I mean, you seem like a lovely ray of sunshine to me, so it is what it is. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so here's how it usually works. I love asking the first question, but then I'm going to let the little one, because, you know, she's here. She's going to ask her next questions as, you know, she is all over the place with this interview right now. So Kara, what is your first question? You're, you're amazing. I'm trying to think of questions since I didn't get any. All right. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead. I'm just going to start this off, right? What, what inspired you to get into the business and what keeps you driving into the business? Ooh, well, just like everybody, um, I started off as a fan. Okay, as a fan. So I want to make that clear. We all started off as, as fans. We didn't just wake up one day and say we want to be wrestlers. It doesn't happen that way. Um, you kind of just get you know you, you get sucked into what you see on television um and that's what i that's what basically happened to me um my earliest memories of wrestling was well as a very young child um we used to call it wrestling girls i think it was wow right or, or not wow um oh my god like back in the 80s some wrestling show i can't remember glow glow um i remember seeing that we used to call it wrestling girls at my grandmother's house from my dad's side of the family um, and these are, these are Catholic people. So it was, it, it wasn't, we weren't able to watch it for very long. We had to switch the channel as soon as grandmother saw us. Um, <laughs> but I, I remember that and I'm about, I can say I'm about six, five. And I just like the pulling, the cat fighting. I remember seeing a lot of this, posing a lot of, a lot of claws. Um, so I was really into it then, but we weren't able to watch it. And I was raised by my grandmother on my mother's side. There was a bunch of teens in that house. I never got a chance to take over the television because I was just a very young kid. Um, so that's my earliest memory of wrestling and liking it and wanting to, to, to watch it regularly. So my next run-in was, um, it was a SmackDown. I saw, Thun no, I thought, why did I, I was about to say Thunder Kitty. Shout out to my girl. There was Miss Kitty and China, and mm. they were both standing on that ramp and seeing their physique, how they were both different, completely different. The fans loved them. They both had a championship in their hand. And, and um, my dad was actually looking for, was it, no, he was looking for some type of sport. I think it was football. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was football. Um, but it was a Friday night and he was just, you know, sifting through channels and, and I saw that for like probably a good 10 seconds. And then I was like, oh my God. And I couldn't even ask him to, to leave it there because he was, you know, when he wants to watch his sports, he's going to watch his sports. So, um, I was like, okay, it ain't a big deal. The next time I saw it was at home. It was, um, SmackDown again. I saw Ivory and I was like, wow, I saw Ivory, Jacqueline, um, 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 Marlene, well, not Marlene, but Terry, her name was Terry at that time. I saw her and I was like, oh my God, you know, there's more women. And, and these women had, you know, they were built, they were stocky and they had muscle, they had white shoulders. They weren't super feminine, you know what I'm saying? But they were feminine. 
So I was like, oh my God, I fit in there because I'm a tomboy, but I like glam, but I'm a tomboy, but I like glam. So I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this more often. I want to get hooked. And um, I didn't get hooked. I did watch it every now and then whenever I had a chance. Then I um, was hooked when I saw Lita and Essa Reels make their debut. Um, that was it for me. I saw Lita do that moonsault. And that moonsault to me was like, I got to get in that ring. Um, I, I want to do this. This is what I want. This is my, this is my calling. This is, I'm going to, you know, I have, mind you, I have no athletic background, but I had this drive of wanting to pursue pro wrestling. Yeah. Ever since seeing Lita, ever since seeing Lita. But before then, just watching the women, Deborah, um, I wanted to be a valet. I wanted to be eye candy. And, and back then my vision was, I wanted to come out with, with Jacob Goodnight, with Kane as his valet, you know, and, and most of his storylines were of him obsessing over women. And my idea was, why not bring in me and I'll be obsessive over him and he's trying to get away from me because I'm totally something else. <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. <laughs> But I, I, I got hooked after that. Ever since then, I would watch SmackDown every night. We, I, you know, I grew up, I didn't grow up in a rich household or not rich, but we didn't have, you know, steady income to where we couldn't afford to have cable TV. So I would miss Raw a lot. Whenever I got to watch Raw was at my uncle's house, um, which was like probably a half a mile away. And I would walk home at really late at night after watching Raw as a teen in the hood on 20th and Martin Luther King in Long Beach, just because I wanted to watch wrestling, 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 wrestling. And I was just hooked. And I just told myself one day, that's going to be me one day, maybe not on TV, but I'm going to wrestle one day. That's what I've, I've said that numerous times. I think for me too, it's funny how you brought up like Lita was like your, your catalyst to get into the ring. Cause um, and I've, I've told the story on the show before. I think I've told it on our live podcast, actually. Um, but my earliest memory was actually Macho Man and Jake the Snake Roberts when Jake got bit by the, or not, oh, when Macho Man got bit by the, um, by the Cobra. Uh, but for me, what really hooked me was Rey Mysterio debuting in WCW in Panama City, Florida. And I would never forget seeing him and just going out there and wrestling with Dean Malenko and doing these high flying moves. And it was just like, to me, I was like, yo, like, that's, that's what I want. So it's funny that for you as a Latina, for me as a Latino, that we, like, that's who inspired us to get into the ring and want to do these kind of things. So it's just, it's cool to, like, see, like, the connections in a way that everybody gets, like, hooked by, like, different wrestlers. But it's ultimately, like, that's what drives you in. Um, yeah. I guess, I guess looking now, my daughter now has her, uh, her questions lined up. So go ahead, Kier. What's your most random daydream you've ever dreamed of? My random stage dream? Daydream. Daydream. Ooh. Um, wrestling. I don't want to say main eventing, but just being part of a WrestleMania, you know? Like, I would day, I could daydream that all day long and just think to myself, like, that. I can do that. I want to do that. <laughs> do you like insects, and what's your favorite insect? My favorite insect is definitely the Black Widow. And do I like insects? Mm, sometimes I don't like to hurt them, but I also don't like them in my house. 
I don't like them in my space, but I, I, you know, if I can, I'll try to, you know, grab a little mason jar and throw them outside. Um, and I try to keep it to myself because if I tell my boyfriend, he'll come out there with a, a, a chancla, you know, and, and we don't want that. But, um, but yeah, I, I definitely will lean towards the Black Widow. Do you play sports and any sports plus what's your favorite sport? Hmm. I don't play sports other than wrestling. Um, my favorite is wrestling. Um, and after wrestling, I would say basketball. That's it. Is that all your questions? Yeah. Awesome. So what I'll do now is actually I'll give, I'll give it up to Anthony and I'll ask like the rest of my questions and then we'll do the 10 count questions right afterwards. So Lou, it's up to you, bro. Hi, Mariah. Hola, como estas? Me and you too. <laughs> How are you? Good, right? Right. Bien, you too. También buen, también bien, mira, no miras, mira, bien buena, mira. Bien buena. Hopefully no my wife won't say I like it. I love the, I love your your vibe. Love it. Uh, can I have your autograph? You can definitely have my autograph with a kiss to go with that as well. Yes. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, my first question for you and real real question is, is uh, when you're getting ready to wrestle, like we call it game, we, we call it game day, but wrestling wrestling day. What's your favorite snack to eat during the, the day be, the day of your wrestling events? Oh my god, the day I don't eat. <clears throat> I don't. <throat> eat. I mean, believe it or not, I don't eat. I have an issue where I have, I throw up, I throw up. So I can't eat the day of a show. I could eat the night before, but I won't eat the day of the show. The only thing that I will consume or, or just, you know, it's, it's a Red Bull or two, a Red Bull, um, and water. I really can't eat, um, if I'm in a car full of people and everybody's eating, I'll throw, you know, I'll pick up some Lifesaver gummy bears or the gummies and, and that, that's it. But I, I, I can't eat, I can't wrestle with a full stomach. Um, I can't focus because I'm just constantly thinking like I'm going to throw up in the ring and I don't want to be that girl. None of us right. do. <laughs> definitely. I definitely understand that. Um, what is your dream match? Ooh, my dream match. <sighs> my dream match. I already, I, well, I had one. I had a few of them. I, you know, I dreamed of wrestling Shelly Martinez. I, I wrestled her all over the country um, several times, like a bunch. Um, I wrestled Nyla Rose. That was one that I wanted to do. And, and we knocked it. We know we did it. Um could have been a better match. I'll say that. We just didn't have, we didn't have the time. Um, they gave us 10 minutes, which sucked. Um, let me see. A dream match. You know what? I'm going to say right now, my dream match is to wrestle the girl that I trained with. Thunder Kitty. I really, really want to wrestle Thunder Kitty. She and I, we trained together and, and to see her do her thing and surpass my success is, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal for me. And I really want to get in that ring with her again. It's been a while. 
I like it. Um, what motivates you to improve your wrestling skills? Mm-hmm. The motivation is seeing, seeing all the new talent come out in the game now, the way they wrestle, the way they move, their promos, just watching them make magic wants to make me want to get in there because I can no, I cannot, I can't move like that anymore. You know, like eight years ago, I was able to, now I can't. Um, so I don't know, just, just the, the up and comers, the young talent, that's what inspires me to want to keep going, to want to keep bettering myself to, to, you know, staying, staying, you know, staying up to date with the times. Makes you hungry. Yeah. Awesome. All right. My last question for you. Uh, what advice can you give uh, newcomer, newcoming wrestlers? Okay. Is embrace, embrace and enjoy your rookie years. Embrace and enjoy it. Keep your mouth shut. If you've been in this business for less than five, seven years, you have no place to speak of anything, regardless of how far you made it. The reason why is because there's people in this business that have been in it for 10, 15, 20 years, and they don't even open their mouth. They don't even give their opinion. Um, there's a ladder, there's a totem pole. And, and as someone who's new in this business, know where you're at. Know where you're at, because people are watching and paying attention to everything you do, everything you say. Um, and when I say keep your mouth shut, keep it shut, because one day, if you want to make it to a large or, or a big company, don't make the mistakes that I made. And talk too much or say the stuff you you aren't supposed to say because you're supposed to represent these companies one day and the wwe don't want someone who's continuously trashing people online um, representing them and same goes for aew same goes for impact wrestling um, any company in the world they want someone who is positive someone who is fun outgoing you know drama free so my advice to any newcomers is just stay in your lane, keep your mouth shut, learn, talk, reach out to people. Um, may, I don't want to say make friends, but you know what I mean? It, it, it's make, you know, develop these relationships with people. Um, don't make someone else's heat your heat because that's someone else. You might need that someone else one day. And if you choose to stick up for your friend on this side, because your friend on this side don't like homegirl over there, that's that's none of your business, regardless how close you are with homegirl. Because it's, at the end of the at the end of the day, this is a job. You know, it's a work. It's it's work. We're working, and you might end up wrestling homegirl that homegirl don't like. You know, and you just want to never ever burn bridges. That's my advice to everybody. I like it. All right, Cliff. I was gonna say like I I've heard that I've heard that term I've heard I've heard it described differently, in a sense of like uh, if you if you like someone obviously you know put that person over you know what I mean like oh yeah that's my friend he's really good blah 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 but if you don't I never met that dude I never <laughs> met that person before like well, I, I, you know what he, yeah I mean I I try not to be that way anymore you know it just it's. You just got to put everybody over. This is wrestling. We got to help each other. Even if you don't like that person, you got to help them. You know, it's just, just got to help each other. How am I supposed to get over if I don't like her, but I'm wrestling her, you know, like I got to help her and she's got to help me. And if I don't like her, 
why am I going to be in the ring with her? I'm going to, you know, like, I don't want, I personally don't want to be in the ring with someone that doesn't like me just because I don't want to get dropped on my head. I don't want an accident to happen. Um, so it just kind of, you just kind of got to be careful what you say. But I mean, if you choose to go that route and just be like, I don't know that person, that's fine. But we all know who everybody is in wrestling. We all know each other, period. Um, we see the boards. We see what's going on online. It's all over Facebook. So it's, you know, if you don't know someone, it's like, wow, okay, you don't know them? But that's, you know, if you choose to go that route, that's on you. I try to put everybody over whether I like them or not. If I have a problem with it, with them, yeah, I have, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it, you know, and more than likely I'll reach out to them, you know, cause I, you know, there's, I've had an issue with someone in the past and, and I didn't do that then. And, and now here we are years later, 10 years later. And I wish that, I wish that didn't happen. I, I regret it. Um, I felt that I had the right to speak because it was my human right or whatnot. And, and, it's just wrong or, or it's just right. And if I don't say anything, it's, you know, it's wrong of me, but then it's like, I didn't know my place then. And if I have a problem with something, I, I, I'm going to talk to someone who can actually say something and, and, and make a difference, you know, change whatever it is that's bothering me. You know, like now when I have issues with some of the younger, the, the younger um, generations, because, you know, a lot of these younger generation people popping up in the game are, are, I don't want to say rude, but they're rude. So when I need advice, I, I reach out to those that came in the business before me, way before me. And, and they give me some positive feedback. And now I'm just to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm almost, I'm a couple years away from 40. Why am I fighting with 19 year old kids? Why am I going back and forth with, you know, people who, who haven't done anything for me, probably will never do anything for me you know at the end of the day we got to keep pushing forward it's true i mean it was something i said on on another episode was that you know like rising tides float all ships like that's it's such a true statement and it's it's something i feel like with and like with this show in particular right i love this show because we get so many different voices but eventually essentially i'm i'm here helping put all all wrestlers over like that's that's the the gist of the show it's like we're trying to help other wrestlers learn about wrestling and then like some people like have to pay for this kind of stuff and you get it for free like you know take the advice and run with it and it's, it's yeah and I'll, I'll be honest and people are going to be like well what makes this guy and i've only been i've been training since january of 2020 i'm 35 years old like i'm old <laughs> like i'm old training in the game but i was like i can at least get other people who have like the experience and can like talk to other people about this and like help develop like I go back and I listen to all these interviews I've, I've said this numerous times on here now I go back and listen to all these interviews and I write stuff down in a journal because I'm like I have a notebook that literally tells me like this person said do this and this person said do that here's some other advice and it's even though Anthony took one of my other questions that was my question is like what do you do for up-and-coming wrestlers and that's I mean it's perfect advice yeah I mean I I, I don't train I'm not interested in training people. I, uh, all I can say is just kind of just stay in your lane. Don't fuck up like I did. I would, you know, I probably would have been in WWE by now, but my mouth, my mouth stops, you know, my mouth will bam. And I was told that already. I reached out to someone who works for the company and, you know, I asked like, how can I get a, a, a you know, a little tryout or something. And it was like, kind of like, you want to refrain from, 
doing this. And and I know what he means. I know what he means because, you know, some people don't want to be around me or dislike me because I've told them like it is, you know. Whenever I see a, a, a rat anywhere near my ring, I'm going to address it, you know. And that was me then, you know, that was me then. And I should just mind my bit. I should just keep my mouth shut. If she wants to be a rat, then let her do her thing. And if the boys want to feed, you know, feed or, or, or feed the rats some cheese, go ahead, you know, and, and just mind my own business. So I'm going to ask you my last and final question, which is actually one of my favorite questions. What is one thing that you think is missing from the industry? <sighs> missing from the industry. I'm going to say tolerance. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of people. Like, when I first started, it was very entertaining. You could say certain words, and people wouldn't get offended. Whereas to now, it's like that's disrespectful. <laughs> you know, um, certain you know terms and, and and stuff that that's been in wrestling for years, many, plenty, plenty, like since the beginning of wrestling. You know, like the newer, the younger generations, or just people just want to say oh that's disrespectful don't do it you know and and what I find entertaining people find offensive you know and it it is what it is but I'm gonna say tolerance people don't tolerate that stuff anymore and I just think people need to to realize that it is pro wrestling it's nothing but entertainment it's like watching television you know watching a a movie Um, you have to you kind of have to go in with an open mind yeah, that's very true. I feel like I feel like I hear that a lot too. And and the funny thing is, is you talk about like art, like Anthony and I, we're both veterans, and we both have like a super dark humor. Like we find like the some people look at us and they're just like, "Why do you find that funny?" And we're like crying tears because we were laughing at whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what? That's me, and I'm not ashamed of it. I will never change who I am for anybody. That's it. It is what it is. If I find something hilarious and that person finds it offensive, that's their problem, not mine. You know, if they want to make it my problem, then they can make it my problem. I have no problem with that. But like I said, I'm not going to change who I am for anyone. And um, that's that's what lacks in wrestling today is is people get offended, you know, so they just need to tolerate some stuff. And it needs to the show's going to go on, period. You know, the show's going to happen. Definitely. So that is my final question. But we do have the world famous. 10 count questions. So, this is how it works. I'm going to fire off a bunch of questions at you. You're going to answer them, whatever comes off the top of the dome. And we're going to put the imaginary. You cannot have my, you cannot have my book. That's not how this works. That's not how that works. No, that's not how this works. I'm the host of the show. You are, you are my plus one. We'll talk about it later. So, we'll put the imaginary timer on the clock. We'll let you ask a question. We'll put the imaginary timer on the clock. And Kira, first question. Favorite candy. Ooh, favorite candy. Snickers bar. Classics. Smackdown or Raw? Raw. Favorite finisher? My favorite finisher or just any favorite finisher? Yours. My? The moonsault. Top rope moonsault. Yes. The best. Hogan or Macho Man? Hogan. Three things you would take with you to a deserted island. 
I don't know if I could say this, but Ooh. I do it. Makeup, a razor blade. <laughs> uh, well, a, a, a shaver. I mean, so I could shave my legs and, and whatnot, and some really good California pot. Okay. <laughs> we like it. I do. I like that. All right. This is a brand new question. And I specifically put this in here. Best WWE wedding bit. Mm, my favorite WWE wedding. Yeah. Ooh. Um, oh my goodness. I'm going to say Vicky Guerrero and Edge's wedding. I love that. I love that one. <laughs> that one, that one. <laughs> I mean, Vicky Guerrero gave it everything, and her face, her scream, her everything just, it gave me life. It gave me life. Favorite member of the clique? I don't have one. Hey, <laughs> I, I'll take that answer. I'm not worried about that. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. The last show you binge watched? The last show? Ooh, Queen of the South. Yeah, yeah, I love that show. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually on episode seven, season four. So right now, when we get off of this, I'm gonna head over there and I'm gonna finish the whole season today. Okay, I'm so I'm so finished. I'm I'm so close to being done with um, uh, Jesus, uh, the meth dealer. Oh, Breaking Bad. I'm about to finish. Ooh. So, my favorite question to ask every single wrestler who comes on here, favorite curse word? Oh, well, I'm going to say favorite curse word is going to be either the F word or the B word. But I'm going to lean towards the B word because I'm always like, hey, bitch. <laughs> you know, hey, bitches. Hey, sexy bitches. Or hey, bitch. Or, you know, just, it's always the B word. Definitely. I like it. I love it. I love it a lot. So that's it for the 10 count questions. It is awesome. And you did not fail. You can't fail this test, obviously. So what I need you to do next is let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you on social media. Okay. You can go ahead and find me on Instagram. That's Mariah underscore Moreno 82 spelled as is. So M-A-R-I-A-H underscore M-O-R-E-N-O 82, the year that I was born in. Um, let me see. And then Facebook, just go ahead and search Bloodthirsty Vixen or Mariah Moreno, spelled as. And then Twitter, just search Bloodthirsty Vixen. Love it. So with that being said, that is Lou, the franchise. Obviously, Kiki's around here somewhere. She'll probably pop into frame sometime soon. I am the host, Clipper Red Dog Miller. This is the Three Count Presents, now entering with Mariah Moreno, a.k.a. the Bloodthirsty Vixen. And you guys can check out all of our episodes right here on YouTube or even, you know, on Anchor FM if you're deciding to listen to it. And uh, tune into the next episode. So be there or be somewhere else. Thank you, Mariah. Thank you, guys. Hey, guys. If you like this video, make sure you subscribe to our channel to get the best content from The Three Count. We're the best podcast out there. Don't let anyone tell you different. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at 
3CountPod, as well as on Twitter, at 3CountPod.